Hey friends, it's me, Frinny, aka Friend the Human. And it's Slappa. And this is Vibes and Delights. I'm wishing y'all a wonderful day today. Slap's making spaghetti. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, one of my uncles passed away and I didn't make any content. I'm going to read y'all a story um, that I was supposed to read the other day, but I accidentally happened upon a story that took too long <laughs> and then promised to read it the next day and then completely forgot about it or not completely forgot, but I definitely took a day off yesterday just because my uncle passed away and it made me like have some real hard feelings or kind of deal with some real feelings like about grief about loss about picking up the pieces over and over and over and how it's just a part of life and and i'm okay but it definitely like kind of threw me for a loop because you always hear people like i miss my dad i mean you hear me say it all the time i miss my father i miss him so much but you never hear about the people who are like my mother you know what I'm saying? How did, how did that make her feel yesterday? Um, doing the wellness check with my aunt to find my uncle. She was the one who found my dad. She was the one who found my dad when my dad passed out when he had walking pneumonia. She's the one who continually keeps being left behind in all these situations. Sisters, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know if, I don't know how much time I got on this planet, you know what I'm saying? But I can't tell what's more scary. Like my mom was definitely trying to hold it together. Maybe it's because she's been through this so many times already, but like it just kind of hurt because I don't know <laughs> how much longer we have, but I'm also like afraid of being left behind. I don't know, it's weird. And the, the smell of spaghetti is making me feel mad nostalgic for my childhood, which probably isn't helping. And then like, oh my God, I found like this spaghetti story real quick. Let me read y'all a story real quick about spaghetti. Oh man, tell me, tell me what was, did was, I saw a TikTok about um, spaghetti and like, what's le like, no, 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 it, it was, I made it about spaghetti, but it was like, what's a food that is like forbidden in your house? You know, um, y'all in the discord, join the discord, <laughs> but like y'all in the discord, tell me what is a food that you refuse to eat as an adult? What's a food that's like forbidden or was forbidden in your childhood? I want to know while I pull this story up. I can't think of a single food I refuse to eat, honestly. Especially like, like from my childhood, like people don't want to eat spaghetti a lot because they ate it so much as a kid because they were broke. Right, right. But like for me, I love that shit. <laughs> you know? But you're also the type of dude who's like mad into like what, like lasagna. Like somebody makes slap a lasagna. That man loves lasagna. Lazuni. All right, y'all. Uh, I found this story. Have you heard this story, Yum Yum? It's called That Time She Made Spaghetti to Prove to Me That Her Baby Boy Preferred Hers. Spoiler alert, he doesn't. Why would they spoil it like that? Right. I'm just like, but it's a just no mother-in-law. Um, so if you're looking for it on subreddit, just no mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> all these stories are mad fucked up. Anyway, it starts with 
is the name petty spaghetti taken well listen <laughs> this happened obviously because your name isn't that so boo anyway so this happened oops i'm sorry i stepped on her um this so okay so this happened a few years ago but i cooked spaghetti for dinner and we had a fun trip down memory lane what did i say oh my gosh before we were engaged Before we were engaged, I invited dear husband over for dinner. He got to my place early. I was making spaghetti that night. I had chopped onions, garlic, mushrooms, and had it in a pan with butter when he walked in. It smelled great. It does smell good in here, I'm not gonna lie. He just kind of sat back and watched me and was so and, and was being so damn cute asking questions and wanting to help but not wanting to mess anything up and once the veggies were cooked i added the ground beef and seasoned it in went the noodles then added canned sauce to the meat nothing fancy a pinch of sugar extra cheese and done quick meal and full of flavor dear husband loved it i mean this guy who ate like a burb those goddamn drones <laughs> Even this guy who eats like a bird got three servings. He was gushing about my gourmet spaghetti and he was so grateful. He kept the leftovers for work the next day and thanked me about a million times. He told his family about it and his mom asked him something to the effect of, is it better than mine? And he said it was, that I make it so well and that it's his favorite thing that I make. Listen, I have a question. I see you grinning over there. Um, what i don't even know like how would you feel if your mom did your mom ever do anything like that is it better than mine what would you even do no that's what i was laughing about okay oh no because <laughs> like this guy i feel like was my dad when he married my mom like his mom grew up in the midst of utah hella mormon super super white racist as fuck uh she did not season anything and so when my dad met my mom who like lived in florida for a while and was married to like a puerto rican guy for a while so i guess she learned to cook a little bit yeah i do recall your mom having a flavor for the latino peoples <laughs> but she votes for trump so fuck her i know she she might as well be like the hispanics for trump people but um he said he had never liked vegetables and then my mom cooked some and put salt and pepper with them. And he was like, whoa, this is actually good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like my mom, I don't think ever had to worry about her mother-in-law's being better. You know what? I believe that too, because your dad would come over like y'all. It's so fun. It's so messed up, honestly, like him and my slap and I's dad like like slap his dad and i there you go i was trying to figure out how to say it slap a nice dad so oh my gosh slap his dad um used to come over to my house almost as much as slapa did that like, maybe i'm over exaggerating okay but he definitely made an appearance every other week you know what i'm saying and um he would all my aunt used to live with my mom at that time because um i've told many many times my dad passed away in December, I met Slappa in March, and then we started dating like super officially, like a couple weeks into March, which is 
the same as our anniversary. So my my sis my my aunt was living with my mom and I, um, I guess to help make ends meet, and also because my mom wasn't used to being home alone and stuff like that. Um, you know, completely alone. It's like different when you're out working versus there's a presence that's not there anymore. You know what I'm saying? And um, so my aunt was living with me and she or us and your dad would come over for those meatballs. Like, it's like, oh, my aunt's making meatballs. Ooh, I'll be over later. <laughs> I'll be those over. Those meatballs were so good. <laughs> they are. They are. They really are. And um, but yeah, slap his daddy's come over all the time. Like, and he was even like to the point where my aunt was trying to start up like a cleaning business. And he was like, can't she just come over to my house and cook and clean for me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, anyway, we keep going, we keep going. So his mom was like, is it better than mine? And he said it was, and that I make it so well, and it's his favorite thing, okay. Oh, how did your family feel about my mac and cheese? Cause that's when I was still able to eat it. Did your, did your family ever witness or encounter? I know your dad did. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he did. He liked it. I don't know if anybody else had it. I used to cook for your dad sometimes. I know he liked my, like, Italian sausage or the way I made it anyway. Anyway. All right. So we get a dinner invite for the following week. She's making spaghetti and wanted to have a spaghetti cook-off to see whose dear, dear husband liked the best. What the fuck? I laughed. Uh... <laughs> I laughed and dear husband thought it was a joke, but said that just no mother-in-law just seemed upset about his comments he tried to play it down and tell her that he likes them both but he just never had some like mine i refused to cook off because i thought it was silly and i didn't want to set a bad tone with her the next the day comes up and we show up hold on the day comes and we show up she had invited her other adult children and their children to partake in the epic spaghetti dinner why would you bring people around to witness right this? and why would and and why would you even continue to make like a large spectacle about it when she said no like so you're just making spaghetti like you used to when, when they, they were children like i don't know i guess that's throwback thursday for you <laughs> um we all ate a bowl and it was okay. It was literally just sauce and noodles. I said to dear husband, this tastes familiar, but I can't place the sauce. Just know mother-in-law was behind us and chimes in that it's her special recipe. Just yes, father-in-law, which is new for me. I had never seen just yes, father-in-law before said the bottle is in the trash. If you want to see the brand. Oh. <laughs> Right. Damn. He was dear. he was waiting to dunk on her, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a get back. <laughs> He's been waiting just to throw anything at her. She did something. Uh, you know that they're gonna be close, bro. <laughs> oh, I was real close to your dad for a long time. Anyway, dear. Um. So I kind of laughed it off. Oh, he got the death stare. Oof. I, yeah, he definitely was waiting to dunk on her, bro. Um, I kind of laughed it off and stage whispered to Just Yes' father-in-law, thanks, I'll check before I leave. Dear husband and him chuckled and we went on with our conversation. Just No mother-in-law was just still standing there, but I kind of figured she would know we were joking because I'm not actually going to go through and dig through the rubbish. Rubbish, I said. <laughs> Rubber. <laughs> Welp, she got mad, like really mad. 
She stormed into the kitchen and took the bag to the dumpster down the street. She got back and smugly said, now you'll never know what I used and I win. I thought she declined the competition. <laughs> what? Yeah, she won. She won. Okay. All right. All right. You got it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I mean, winner, winner, spaghetti dinner. Like <laughs> The silence was so, so awkward. <laughs> then she turns to dear husband. Why haven't you eaten more? You're supposed to have seconds. He just said he was full. <laughs> Everyone was so uncomfortable at this point, And we left shortly after. But not before she gave dear husband an industrial sized portion of leftover spaghetti, which sat in the fridge until it was a science experiment. Why not just throw it away? Y'all are grown yeah, as I'd fuck. Throw it away as soon like, as I got it home. Yes. I'm not I'm not even finna tear up my pipes, bro. I might just go to the dumpster and just dump that shit in there. Like, god dang. Oh man. Little um little did I know that I only had a taste of the pettiness that would become my just no mother-in-law cute side note because my dear husband is a sweetheart anywhere we've had spaghetti he'll quietly tell whisper to me your gourmet spaghetti is way better than this oh how cute oh and then they share the recipe hold up they actually shared the recipe ah that's funny i'm gonna i'm gonna hold it when y'all get to this part in the story guys tell us so slappa can put it in the can put it in the <laughs> in the live react in the discord join the discord <laughs> anyway so that was like a random off that um anyway we have a couple more stories we're gonna read. <laughs> um which one do you want to read next slap that wasn't even your story you just wanted to read that. oh yeah you right well i do have another story this one i meant to read today um <laughs> i read this on live because i went um live impromptu and i did an impromptu live and i uh, read the story and absolutely was screaming bro also you'll you'll find out um that i'll be going live more and more often on both live on TikTok because I got the new studio access and on Kick, mostly on Sundays on Kick um, to play video games and watch cartoons for a lazy Sunday kind of feel. But yeah, so be on the lookout. I will be going live more and more. And I just want to say thank you to Buttstuff for always being there for me. And I'm so, so thankful for you <laughs> because even though um, I don't, I'm not requiring you or requesting you anymore. Um, I still appreciate everything you've done for me that made me feel more confident and comfortable to even start doing live more regularly. And if it wasn't for you, I'd still be afraid. So thank you for protecting me until I was able to protect myself. Thank you, boo. Protect. They protect. And now they and they attack me. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you. All right. So I got another story. Two in a row. My 26 boyfriend called uh, my 26 female boyfriend, 22 male, called me Frieza in bed ever since I shaved myself, and it's ruining my sex drive. English is not my native language. Sorry for any potential mistakes. So, me, 26 female, and my boyfriend, 22 male, have been together for nearly a year. To be precise, little more than 10 months. Our sex life has always been satisfactory ever since we met. 
to this day, we are still very much attracted to each other. It's only been 10 months, but you know, whatever, go off. I must mention (laughs) that my boyfriend has always been a cute weep gamer, and I love him so much for that. I was trying to think about that age gap, but okay. Anyway, they're not from here. I don't think they're from here, so whatever, but still. All right. Anyway, long ago, we've been talking about what is fun for both of us when it comes to sex. And one of the things he mentioned that turned him on was when his partners were shaved down there. I haven't really paid attention to it because I didn't have sexual relations as often. So I made a laser removal appointment and I was excited for my next bedroom session with my boyfriend. Well, time came for us to get funky and I laid down and I took my panties off. And as soon as I did, he just uttered loudly, Lord free. And at first I was put off guard and I asked him what he meant by that, even if he did not find it funny. So I do not know what is the reason he said it. A few minutes later in the middle of the session, I asked him what made him say it. He said that my shaved crotch and trained legs and waist remind him of the crotch of this one cartoon character why are you looking at lord frieza's crotch anyway like you even, dare not like, look at lord frieza's crotch? what i look at is that purple dome bro like <laughs> that that purple thing like i don't be look i look at the no i don't even look at a tail uh the only person whose tail i looked at in dragon ball z was most likely cell right the green guy the green guy cell right not Piccolo Cell, right? What's his name? You're telling me you never looked at Goku's tail? No, because he barely had it. And also, I didn't pay attention that much. Yeah, Cell. Cell got that mad crotch piece going and that needle tail. Did we get Cell's crotch? Yes. It was orange on his green body. What What else was I looking at? His tail? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I look at every Dragon Ball Z character's crotch. (laughs) I don't. For the record. I don't. But like, um, and their hair and, and their foreheads take up most of their bodies. So anyway, so I asked him uh, about it and he said he looked like, um, the crotch of this one cartoon character. Let me tell you, I Googled the character and I was not happy. I told him later that I do not appreciate it and it ruined my sex mood. He immediately started being defensive about how he didn't mean anything by it and that it was just funny and that I have to understand that he's a big fan of this TV show, Dragon's Balls or whatever. And I laughed so fucking hard at that because not only is Dragon Balls, if you, okay, okay, let me, let me finish the story. I got something to say about Dragon Ball, okay? I got over it eventually because furthermore, sex was good. But then it happened again a few days later. We had a mar- minor argument over someone in his university and in, 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 in a fit of rage, he shouted, Mighty Lord Frieza! <laughs> Just fun of me. <laughs> Could you imagine somebody just being like, whatever, Mighty Lord Frieza! Like... <laughs> just to make fun of me and i left the room he was in got dressed and slept on the couch i just i have no drive for sex anymore and i'm afraid of telling him that sometimes it seems he just does things like this on purpose just to set me off if he does not want me it's it's almost as if he does not want to have sex with me 
um, or me to have sex with him. Sorry. I'm just kind of like, first of all, first of all, let me get this off my fucking chest. Okay. He said that he, she looked like mighty Lord Frieza. Okay. Which, and he, he seemed put off by it. Like she didn't say it was like in a joking way. It just was like, he seemed really serious and he did not like it. So that means to me that he was, you say he was a weeb, right? And obviously he's like, that fits the, fits the part if he's like into Dragon Ball Z and shit, right? Um, that just means to me he's never seen a vagina before or vulva or whatever. He's never seen a shaved one in real life. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a single dude who in our adult lives wants a purely shaven woman you know what i'm saying because it's it's like it's giving i like children you know what i'm saying or that i've never seen a body for all of its glory until then like you hear it all the time with dudes who act like they don't like fat bitches like i'm a fat bitch okay i'm gonna say what the fuck i said anyway but you hear it about the dudes who say that they don't like fat women and i'm just like but then you always hear stories about them giving a fat woman a chance and use major air quotes here. And then it's always the best. They're cuddly. They're softer. There's a lot more to love. And I'm just like, so why the fuck do you shame us so much? You know what I'm saying? He seems like the type who thinks, oh, yeah, I want a shaven Vagooter. But then he got it and was weirded out by it. You know what I'm saying? And her hair's not going to grow back for a minute. Laser hair removal and then let me tell you something else about dragon ball z okay dragon ball z makes me mad the only time i've ever gotten into a fight this is this is also the reason i don't let people just join my live you have to plan with me if you want to join my live by the way i'm gonna start doing that so if you want to join me let me know in advance and i will try to work it in okay and then um or i will work it in. i'm not gonna try i will work it in it's just like but the reason why I don't just allow people into my lives anymore is because I I kept getting inundated with weird weeb dudes. Like the last time it happened, listen, this dude was older than he had to have been in his late forties, early fifties. And he was a Trump supporter. And I was trying to give him like, I was trying to steer away and keep away from the topics because I was watching at that moment dragon ball z and and um coloring or drawing or something or i was like playing with some figurines i don't remember but basically i was watching anime and dealing with my like figurines and shit and this man was like i don't think i've ever seen one punch man or something like that or oh, oh, oh i remember i was watching uh pokemon and playing with some pokemon figurines and this dude was like, oh, I've never seen Pokemon. And I was like, okay, what kind of anime do you watch? And he was like, oh, the only anime that I actually watch is like Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what else? He couldn't even answer me. And then he started just saying One Piece or Yu-Gi-Oh. And I was like, so you like Yu-Gi-Oh, but you don't like Pokemon? And he was like, I mean it's a kid it's it's a pokemon is like a kid show and i was like in Yu-Gi-Oh is a card show for kids and he was like well i don't see it that way and i was like i'm a little confused what other anime do you like so i heard dragon ball z one piece and Yu-Gi-Oh. 
what else? And he could not name off a single other thing. So whenever dudes say that Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, or One Piece are their favorite animes and cannot give me another anime or it has like weird, strange mentalities about a person's body like in the story that we have here or like how that dude was like pokemon is a kid show you know what i'm saying like i just feel like you're not actually a real anime person and i'm gonna gatekeep the fuck out of that i'm gonna be like i don't think you really like anime what do you know about literally anything like have you seen neon genesis evangelion have you seen fruits basket have you seen kill a kill have you seen what else have you seen have you seen um bible black you know like wait i think that's a hentai but that's beside the point you know what i'm saying it's called <laughs> hentai <laughs> but and it's art you know what i'm saying but you know what i'm saying like if you haven't dabbled all around it and you say that dragon ball is my absolute favorite i'm gonna like look at you sideways and i'm gonna be like i don't know if you even like anime actually you know what i'm saying and that's that's on me you know what i'm saying and that's a personal bias that i have i want to know your thoughts on that because anytime but like it all just kind of lines up perfectly to me he didn't think he 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 said he liked a shaved body and then freaked out by the shaved body he said that dragon ball was his favorite show but then and then used it against her but said he was joking but is clearly like really truly bothered by it because he keeps saying it to her and comparing her body and her crotch and her legs to this character in a disgusting fashion like i really just feel like he is too young because he's 22 years old okay like they've only been together for 10 months so what did y'all get together when he was barely 20 21 and then like I don't know like that's why i was like you look kind of sus like you're almost you're like on the line to me you know what i'm saying you're 26 you didn't even know what dragon ball was this isn't gonna work out this isn't gonna work out y'all you might as well just leave <laughs> and then the comments they said vag Ida, and i and like they're, they're just roasting her in the comment section but anyway holy broly <laughs> that's pretty funny i guess you could say they're curling it <laughs> Ooh, in a multitude of ways. <laughs> Just because I don't like Dragon Ball, it doesn't mean I don't know about Dragon Ball. Listen, these these puns are funny. These puns are funny. Anyway, all right, that's what I got to say about that. I want to hear what y'all got to say about anime bros um, in the comments because it's always a dude who like says that he's a huge anime fan that's not really an anime fan or like this one time this dude walked up to me at my desk and he's i think um he was like hey what animes do you watch and i was like oh i you know listed off my big faves and then he started with dragon ball but then he threw me for a loop and he was like what about the have you seen the never never the like promised neverland or something like that and it's on netflix and i was like oh i've never heard of that and then we started talking about it you know what i'm saying and then there and then i watched it and it was pretty good and like you know i'm i'm interested to see how it's going to progress and stuff but like it's like the dudes who were like yeah i like dragon ball or oh you like video games what video games do you play oh i like horizon zero dawn or tomb raider like um you know story time storyline games 
or puzzle games or side scrollers or you know nostalgia games like crash bandicoot like platformers and then they'll just be like oh i just play call of duty or oh i just play 2k i don't think you're a real gamer i'm i'm gatekeeping i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm gatekeeping <laughs> no stop <laughs> don't all right y'all oh! <laughs> All right, y'all. It's okay, time for. All right, y'all. Why? I... All one podcast. It sounds weird when you're like, like we're coming back from commercial break. No, I say it like we're changing subjects. Like, all right, y'all. Like, this is me like breaking subjects. Anyway, it's Slapper's Choice. Slapper's Choice. I'm not going to sing your theme song anymore. You're such a liar. You <laughs> love singing that. Slapper's Choice. <laughs> All right, baby, your turn. All right. <laughs> See? <laughs> okay, I get you. It just it just comes out. It's like the catchphrase of the show almost. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my husband? If he wants someone to stay home with our baby, he can do it. Sassy. For context, I'm currently 29 weeks pregnant. My husband, 29, and I, 30, met in college. And we've been together for eight years, married for two. Our relationship has always been solid and progressive. Uh, my husband has never been much of a traditionalist, despite growing up in a very stereotypical family with two siblings and a stay-at-home mom while dad worked. Up until recently, we agreed on nearly everything in our marriage and how to raise kids. However, two days ago, we were talking about baby stuff, and my husband started mentioning that he thought maybe one of us should stay home with the baby for a while and not go back to work after our paternity and maternity leave is over. We both work in tech and make good money and have great benefits. I get 20 weeks of leave after the baby is born. He gets 12. That's bullshit. Right. Like, oh, your boss demanded you came back to work. Like, I was literally laboring and he was like, so you coming back? Like, what a fucking dick. We were trying to decide if we should stagger our leave. So maybe someone could be home with the baby until six months. The age where most places near us start daycare. My husband said that he read it's better for the baby to have a parent home for a whole year. So I asked him, thinking nothing of it, if it's really something he'd consider since he might have to quit his job. He asked, why would he have to quit his job since I should obviously be the one to stay home with the baby? I asked him if he was serious and he said, yes, my mom should be the one. Wait. I asked him if he was serious, and he said, yes, the mom should be the one to stay home. I said, how are we going to make that work on just his income? For more context, I make about three times what my husband does. Cha. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. It's always the, the big ideas from the littlest paycheck. I swear. Even in funerals, it's always the, it's oh ooh, y'all y'all almost made me, y'all almost made me. It's always the people that ain't got no money who always be trying to dictate how things should happen when you're planning a funeral. Man, if you don't shut the fuck up, sir, go back to work. Go right now. 
it's never been an issue and it never mattered to me. I just finished my master's earlier than he did. We both have them and went into a more specialized field. We both make good money, but it's my job primarily that pays for the lifestyle we have. So I asked him what we're going to do for a year on a one fourth of the income with a new baby. Right. <laughs> he got a little upset and said, I shouldn't even bring that up. And that he makes good enough money to provide for us. And I shouldn't question him. It's, it's a valid question. What is he talking like, about? They're both in tech. How is he? Why are you so emotional? Like, Bro, again. Yeah, just like logically, yes. Uh, she makes three times as much as me. I shouldn't make her stop working. Bro. Oh, my goodness. I got mad and I said it wasn't realistic and it was silly for the person who made more money to quit their job, especially since he's the one who thinks someone should be with the baby for so long. I was fine sitting the baby at a daycare starting at six months. Yes. <laughs> the fight blew up from there. Me saying he's being sexist and not considering my feelings. I refused to back down and he ended up taking off after I said he should be the stay at home parent if he wants one so bad. And him saying he didn't deserve to be emasculated just for suggesting I should stay home like a good mom. I talked to some of my family and his family about it, and the answers are kind of split. So am I the asshole for bringing up the pay disparity and telling him that unless he's the one to stay home, the baby's going to daycare? No, not at all. What not the hell? Because that's a valid question. Like, it doesn't even matter, like, whether he was being sexist about it or whatever the case may be. That is a valid question. How are we supposed to survive on a fourth of the income, like, on any level? That doesn't make any sense. Are you going to pick up more work? What are you going to do? What was the answer other than, what are you asking? Like, you know, did he even think about that? Probably not. Fucking idiot. Keep going. Keep keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Everyone said they're not the asshole. And then they updated the next day. Uh, I was reading through a ton of comments last night and I got really nervous, wondering if maybe I was wrong about my husband being progressive. A lot of people were asking why we didn't talk about all this before we got pregnant. And the thing is, we did. We had agreed on daycare what? for the people suggesting a nanny. I've started looking into it, but it seems really difficult to find one uh, because y'all better call nanny Q. <laughs> <laughs> we both wanted to keep our jobs that we love. My husband has been acting weird and quiet since we fought. But this morning I saw I finally sat down with him and basically was like, what's going on? This doesn't seem like you. Some of the comments here got me thinking what, about what his family might be saying to him so i asked about that and a ton of stuff came out oh shit <laughs> here we go again he said he brought up the staggered leave and some people in his family um thought that someone should stay home longer and his brother laughed and made some jokes about my husband being a housewife slash stay-at-home mom his brother 35 and divorced considers himself to be a man's man <laughs> and has a lot of sexist views so he's made jokes before about me being the bread no i'm just who doesn't want to be a kept man do you like being a kept man uh in some ways yes i definitely always feel like i should be working just to let because like we're missing out on a whole paycheck 
we're all right, but it's still like we could be doing more. I I, I'm with you. I feel like I feel like we we're doing what makes it work for us, right? And I feel like everybody should do that, right? But I also am just kind of like it would be that much harder if you were working. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like what's wrong with being a kept man like we got it right now you know and and maybe next year we might not have it the way that shit keeps rising but 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 um yeah i i'm a little confused why he wouldn't want to be a kept man i mean he seems like he's basically he, he sounds miserable anyway it it sounds like purely insecurity and yeah. his brother making fun of him but like yeah. why would you listen to your dumbass divorced brother right why would you listen to your dumbass divorced brother <sighs> yeah like it's great, great being a state and uh, his house husband right and so this dude is about to turn 30 and his brother is 35 and is divorced so like your 30s to me are supposed to be your prime this is when we're like making moves you know what i'm saying this is when we're like we found out in our 20s we fucked around we found out and now we're we're enforcing our our feelings our beliefs our boundaries and stuff like that and your brother fucked up so much that he's having to start over when he should be like living his best life you know what i'm saying that says a lot about him you know man's man fuck out of here lonely man man <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know the he be eating them hungry mans because he's a lonely man <laughs> oh, oh after this hold on speaking of lonely man oh. so after uh where about, oh so after hearing this my husband snapped a bit because some of his co-workers and his brother laid into him about the fact that i made more money and have a better job title calling him a trophy husband and other dumb stuff like that and it made my husband feel insecure so he lashed out at me a bit and that's why we fought. He admitted that he felt really bad about it, which is why he's kind of been avoiding me. We have now agreed to look into a counselor and maybe a nanny service. And he's admitted that he doesn't mind the idea of taking a few unpaid months to stay home. He's just worried about his brother and friend's jokes. Thank you to everyone for helping me feel more confident to confront this. We're doing much better. Why? Why, uh, why do men care so much what other men think and say about them like, that's like exactly what i was about to say for not having to work like y'all are having to go to work every day and fucking come home tired and he gets to just hang out and stay home because his wife is really successful like that's a bad thing it's fucking, fucking insane. insane right and i'm and i'm just kind of i'm with you in more ways than one and i'm not saying that like we both have traded off being stay-at-home parents right i've always been able to 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 secure a better job a higher paying job a more secure job with insurance you know what i'm saying and slapa has not and i'm just like i i'm just kind of like he if he doesn't if he fucking fucks around with therapy I would be extremely suspicious. I'd, I'd, I'd be considering like, you can just leave. You know what I mean? Because at this point, he's, his brother is making fun of him just for possibly being a kept man for a year. You know what I'm saying? What else? Say that they do the staggered leave. Say they get a fucking nanny. You know what I'm saying? Say that they're out on a family outing. The baby needs to a change. 
Is your brother going to make fun of him for changing a fucking diaper? And then you're just going to be back at square fucking one? You know what I'm saying? Is your is, What if you have a girl and your, and your daughter is like, Daddy, I want to play tea party. You know what I'm saying? Is your brother going to make fun of you? For playing tea party with your daughter what about gotcha you you feel me you feel me yeah you feel me you know what i'm you know what i'm saying you, you're picking up what i'm laying down you're so ah! that's what you get <laughs> that's what you get you're yeah, looking yeah, at me yeah. crazy <laughs> slap a kick the table. yeah uh <laughs> That's just the dumbest thing you could do. Like, they talk up being like an alpha male who doesn't give a fuck about what other people think. And then all they care about is what other men think. Right. And women tell them what they want and they don't listen to them. Right. But men tell them what women want and they're like, oh, yeah, he knows. This guy knows. What? never ugh, especially because he's divorced too like what did he do to his wife i think we know <laughs> but anyway or his ex anyway but i just thought that shit was crazy what do the comments say they're all talking about how they've been stay-at-home dads or they had a stay-at-home dad and it was great this dude's lame for being so insecure about it oh i was gonna talk about lonely men like there's like a, a lonely man epidemic have you heard about that is it a direct uh, result of this red pill podcaster man? Uh, kind of. And also <laughs> <laughs> like in stage capitalism, like nobody wants to start a family because it's not fucking worth it. And y'all are all shitty anyways. So women are like, we're chill over here. We don't need y'all. Right. And then like what I mean, shit, dude, like what about the people who just I would be happy just being married to you, not saying that I don't want our children, you know what I'm saying? But having children was never in my plan, you know what I'm saying? But that's compromise with love, you know what I'm saying? I knew you I knew you'd be a great dad. You said you expressed that you wanted it and I said I wasn't sure, but you proved to me that you wanted to and I trusted you and here we are and you still have been steadfast this entire time. But I'm just kind of like I would be so happy, I mean, without, you know what I mean? I would be perfectly fine just you and me doing it big together with our respective jobs in a little two-bedroom apartment or something like that so we could have our game room and our living room and our bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants children. <laughs> like, not in like this that. Economy? Not in this, not like this anyway. Like, people aren't just like, People, I'm glad people are deviating from, I have to get married and have children. You know what I'm saying? At least they're just like, I fell in love with somebody. I'm marrying them. We'll, we'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. at least progressing. Like, happy that we're progressing in that way. I kind of feel like, isn't that what Japan did? Like, people, like, women just started being like, I'm good. <laughs> or was that China? Like, I feel like one of those, like, Eastern countries did. Um... I think, I think the problem with japan was also like their economy and their like work culture and they have everyone like so dedicated to the companies that they don't have time to date and like so everyone's working on their career and by the time they're like stable and ready to like start a family pretty much everyone's too burned out 
Yeah, I mean, you see that in Agretzko too. I mean, like once I feel like okay, so something about Agretzko, right, is that um, in the in the first season. She's like, if by the way, these are going to be mild spoilers, but I don't care. It's been almost a year. Anyway, has it been a year? Maybe about six months. Whatever. It's been a, it's been a long time. Y'all got it. Anyway, <clears throat> what I'm trying to say, though, is that in the first season, she was obsessed with getting married and hating her job and all this other stuff. Right. But like she also wasn't giving a fuck at her job. Right. She was like, she was like. like half-assing your job like even though i hated tone in the first season you know what i'm saying the the manager um he was right you know by season two or no no by by the end of the first season when she was dating that one dude who rosaske and how shitty he was and he was just barely doing the barest of minimum and even his friends were telling him you got to be better than that and he was still being the bare minimum they it's like once she started putting in the work she started to like really just be like i don't need this you know what i'm saying and she broke up with him then in like season in the season where she meets um the what's his name the donkey dude um she again like almost quits her job basically to focus on this and like almost lost her job when she was like dating um oh my gosh what is his name i can't remember his name but anyway but she again once she put her mind back to the grind she was able to focus again on her job and was succeeding at her job then again and the next season when she was in all that debt you know what i'm saying she was putting what she was she was putting more effort into the into the to the to the omg girls or whatever they were called what were they called owen owen t or otm 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 girls and once she really started putting her mind and like body and soul into it they got mad successful you know what i'm saying she she started her own channel and was mad successful she and then in the final season and there's a lot of controversy about it though she ends up quitting her fucking day-to-day job to not only be an influencer but also like which i think is implied that's what she ended up doing after um and and also ran for office for politics and she once she put her fucking face into it she was able to succeed or start doing well or start making moves and i i feel like that is what the whole culture is like and i think that's what the culture of like being um, a young adult is like over there and even to the point where Haida lost his where he quit the job and then he lost his housing because his family's a piece of shit you know what I'm saying and then he was living homeless you know what I'm saying basically essentially living very homeless and you know made a community of people and he had to be rescued out of that you know what i'm saying but then once he got his confidence back he and he and retzko started doing really well for himself and then he found a job he really liked you know what i'm saying i don't know i i'm I, maybe these aren't good examples you know what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that it's just becoming a whole thing that we're not we're not doing family right now we're doing us 
and and working from time to time you know what i'm saying the culture is definitely hustle and i if it's like messed up but it's also like inspiring i guess you know what i'm saying i don't know D- did that make any sense y'all let me know uh did that make any sense to you baby slap has yeah, been kind you- of so he's going back and forth like making the spaghetti so i kind of okay. rambled so i kind of rambled a little but i was trying to make a point i don't know if it made any sense though put down yourself jesus yeah yes that's how it is out there everyone has to work way too hard to just live life so once you got your own time to live life do you really want to fucking deal with some shitty dude no do you want to run after children (laughs) no man but anyway that's my thoughts on that one more story for you guys so i was like i said i was reading um on an impromptu live tuesday tuesday i don't remember (laughs) and um i wanted to read the story but it became increasingly too late for me um and so i i stopped reading but i will be reading this tonight on um um, on my Reddit rainbow, I've already got it screenshotted. I just need to read it. So I'll probably read it one more time directly after reading it right now. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for wanting to leave my boyfriend for something his parents said? So I, 26 female, black, and my boyfriend, 32, white. <sighs> these these age gaps are so suspicious, I swear. Where this one again is right on the cusp of like, you know, but it's okay. It's okay. We've been dating for about five months now, and he's honestly the best thing that ever happened to me. He's the first guy who's ever made me consider marriage and starting a family, and I did love him. Now to the story. Last weekend was his mom's 60th birthday, and boyfriend was going to go to the birthday party. He thought it would be a nice occasion for him to introduce me to his family, so he asked me to join him. We let his family know that he was bringing me and they're okay with it. His parents' place is about three hours from the city we live in, so we decided we're going to spend the night. We arrive at the parents' house and his mom, dad, and sister and brother were there. They hugged me while greeting me, and I honestly thought they were genuinely happy to meet me. It didn't feel like anything was off. They all seemed like nice people. So we spent the evening talking and there was a lot of laughter and everything was going great. And then around 8 p.m., my boyfriend and his brother leave for the airport to pick up a relative who was flying in for the party. So I'm left at the house with his mom, dad, and sister, and I didn't feel unsafe or anything. They'd been nice to me the whole time. I left to I left my phone charging in the room we were going to sleep in, so I excused myself to go check and see if I had any important messages or calls. There weren't any, so it didn't take long. I started heading... I start heading back to the living room and as I'm walking back, I hear them talking about, I start heading back to the living room and as I'm walking back, I hear them talking. Then his mom asks, so what do you think about her? I immediately knew they were talking about me and I honestly wanted to know what my potential in-laws thought about me. So I stopped and listened. His dad says, she's nice. His sister said, agrees with him and said, yeah, she's pretty too. Then his mom said something that immediately made me sick to my stomach. She says, yeah, if only she wasn't a fucking N-word. And they all agreed with her. And my heart dropped. I tiptoed back to the room and I sat there confused. I was shaking so much I didn't know what to do. 
I wanted to call my boyfriend, but I had a weird feeling, so I didn't. I felt so alone and unsafe. I felt like I couldn't trust anyone around me, not even my boyfriend. I live in Canada and people here are not as open with their racism as in other places, which in my opinion is more scary. Now, at that moment, the only people I could think of asking for help were my sisters. One of my sisters lives in the US and the other one is in Canada, but in a different province. They both live far away, so there's nothing they could have done to help me at that moment, but I felt like they were the only people I could trust. We have a WhatsApp group chat, so I sent them a message telling them what happened. I have lived in Canada for a couple years, but it's not easy to make trustworthy friends here. Canada is a lonely place. I have met a lot of people, but I don't feel like any of them are my friends. If you're an, if you're an immigrant in Canada, you probably understand what I mean. Anyway, back to the story. So my sisters were like, you need to find a way to get out of there immediately, right? They tell me to make them an excuse saying I had an emergency and needed to leave. I stayed in the room for some time, scared to death. It took everything in me not to start crying. After I collected my thoughts and calmed down, I did what my sisters told me to do. I hadn't packed my bag yet. And luckily we brought my car because it's more fuel efficient compared to my boyfriend's. I took my bag and car keys and passed the living room in a rush saying something come up and I had to leave. I didn't give them a chance to ask any questions. I just got in my car and drove away. Good for you. Safety first. And also, um, I, I feel like when she said that she got a weird feeling when she thought about calling her boyfriend, um, especially because he's most likely in the car with his sibling, you know what I'm saying? Or potentially their family member, and you would have been like kind of it would have been an awkward conversation due to how big it is you know what i'm saying he might not have like wanted to lead on how bad it was he might have downplayed your emotions which would not have helped you know what i'm saying even though he himself felt some type of way you know what i'm saying it's very possible he was driving in it or it could have been on speakerphone you know what i'm saying and then what you said might have like tore a bigger rift in the family because she was just running you know what i'm saying i don't blame her for not immediately just calling him, especially given that he was surrounded by other people and we're not sure what their intentions are. And also it's like a lot for me to um, realize that you're 32, I am 33. So for someone to tell me that they've, they didn't know that their parents said would say or were prone to saying some racist shit would make me feel some type of way too. You know what I mean? But anyway, I get, I, I'll keep going. So back to the story, um, they told me to make an excuse. Um, I left and took off. It was getting late and I wasn't in the right, right state of mind to drive home. I just wanted to get as far away from as possible before stopping at a hotel for the night. My boyfriend called me a couple times. I called him back, but I couldn't bring myself to tell him what happened. So I gave him the same excuse as his parents. He asked if he should come home as well. And I told him it wasn't necessary. I went home the next day and my boyfriend showed up at my apartment a few hours later. I looked at him and it felt like all the love I had for him just disappeared. Though I acted like everything was fine, I wondered if he was racist too. He had been so great during our whole relationship. I never once felt like he had any racist thoughts or feelings, but I can't help but think about how his family made me believe they were nice people and I keep wondering if he's just pretending like to like me. We don't live together, but my lease is ending in July. 
he owns his place so i was supposed to move in with him after my lease ended but i've managed to get out of moving in with him i don't feel like i love him anymore it's been three days now since we got back from his parents and i want to end things with him without it causing any trouble but i'm really scared i want to tell him what happened but i'm scared of finding out that he's racist too i don't know how he's going to react maybe i'm overthinking but there are many stories of women getting murdered by their parents and I'm scared that I could end up getting killed too. I guess I'm imagining the worst case scenario and I'm judging him based on his parents' actions and not his, but I am genuinely scared. Even if he isn't racist, his family is. And if we stay together, no matter how much I try to avoid his family, there's still gonna be situations where I'll have to interact with him and I don't think I can ever move past what they said and you shouldn't, please help. And that's the end of the first one. What do you think about that? Yeah, she should not get back with him, even though, like, we don't talk to my family anymore because, like, I didn't think they were that racist. I knew my mom definitely was problematic, but I didn't talk to my mom really at that point already because of that. But I never thought my dad would be, like, siding against you just because you're black like no other reason you've never done anything to ever earn hatred or anything from him at all you're like the best daughter-in-law he could ever have got him nascar tickets and shit so oh, nice it's to him. true <laughs> but like the first time i realized like oh I don't think I can like hang around my dad anymore if I want to stay with you is when he accused you of stealing shit. Like that was insane to me. Like when has this ever been something you thought she would do? And that's pretty much the beginning of the end. Yeah, it it was pretty hurtful, especially because I'd been there for months, for months, like for over a year at that point. Yeah. And um I, I did I did have a lot of connections back then, like free baseball tickets, NASCAR tickets, and that, that those were his things, you know what I'm saying? And I would give them all to him. I would, you know, I, I brought him to my family, you know what I'm saying? I brought him to my parents, my mom's swanky house, you know, like in the pool, the warm pool, you know, like the 21 and up pool and introduced him to all sorts of people, my neighbors, my my family, you know what I'm saying? It was really hurtful, but anyway, yeah, the only, the if, only, if, my, if any of my family had ever called you an N word, you should just leave me. Like, I don't, there's nothing, nothing I can do to come like to make up for that. Like if I was raised, my family never said that shit around me, but if I was raised with people who did, I would be like, have much more inherent racism in me than I already do just from being a white guy. You know what I mean? I don't think any black person should stay with someone like that. I'd also say though, um, you didn't want me to meet your family. <laughs> like it's, it's not like I already knew your dad because of your sister and I being karaoke queens. Right. But like, 
you never really wanted me to meet your mom. I was so excited to meet your mom and and everybody wanted me to be cool with your mom, but your mom immediately hated me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even cool with my mom. Right. Like that I understand now, but you know, people pleasing and just dying for in-laws that actually gave a shit about me made me set myself up for a lot of failure. And so the only reason I would say that this OP, the only op, the only reason I would say that she might be able to stay is if she felt safe enough and he cut his whole family off or if his family said that they would actively make amends. But this could easily just escalate into a just no mother-in-law situation and uh, much like how we're no contact with your family but your family also didn't start really showing their true colors until we were already married right you know so like so like you hear these people talking all the time about how i i didn't know i didn't know because you're forcing them to to realize they need to you know that this is a permanent thing you know what i'm saying so they start freaking out with the permanence and they slip up and show all their fucking colors. You know what I'm saying? It happens every time, whether it's for racism, they just don't like them. You know, they don't agree with their their choices. You know, it doesn't matter. Once you become permanent, that's when everything starts breaking loose and you would not know otherwise. I would also say that I'm sure your mom and dad and sister have said the N-word. I know it. I feel it in my bones. I know it sadly i feel like your sister especially heinously and i think that she might have said it once and maybe not said it again but i know your mom and dad but definitely did and i don't know maybe your dad feels remorseful but i know your mom did unapologetically i know she did but anyway i would say the only reason i would encourage her to stay is if he was willing to cut them off no questions asked but i also like so i made a TikTok post about that first post i didn't even know there was an update at the wait no no i did read the update but i just didn't have all the context of it so um let me let me go back to that let me come back to my TikTok. all right cool so there's an update am i the asshole for wanting to leave my boyfriend for something his parents said so i 26 female we've been dating for five months and wait hold on my bad that's the same one update okay update am i the asshole for wanting to leave blah blah i couldn't keep up with all the comments but 99.9 percent of them said to talk to him so i did he didn't get all defensive or angry he just listened to what i had to say it's low-key a red flag he didn't um he just listened to what i had to say and we ended up having a great conversation about it okay maybe not <laughs> so yesterday we went on a coffee date and things were a little awkward at first as soon as so as soon as we sat down i just straight up told him what happened i expressed how much it bothered me that he left me all alone with his racist parents without a warning and how terrified i was he profusely apologized and said he would talk to them about it and he swore he had no idea that his parents felt this way about black people. I asked him, sorry guys, let me. I asked him how he didn't know, yet he grew up in their homes. They raised him, so he surely must have said, heard him. They raised him, so he surely must have heard some racist comments from them. 
He explained to me how during his childhood, all the people in his hometown were white. The neighborhoods were all white, the kids in his schools were all white, and all his teachers were white. So race wasn't really a topic that ever came up in their home or school or anywhere he went. Everyone was just white. He said his parents have always been kind-hearted people, and those were the people he thought he was bringing me home to. He didn't think that skin color was something he had to worry about, and it didn't cross his mind that bringing home a person of color to a place that only had white people, and he was truly apologetic for that and said he should have known better. Anyway, we kept talking, and he told me about the first time he met a person of color in real life. He was 19. He had just moved from his hometown to our city for college. He said he loved meeting people from different places with different cultures and backgrounds and hearing about all their experiences, which reminded me of when we first met. I thought he was really weird because he was asking me all these questions about my culture and home country. He honestly had so many questions, some of which I didn't even know the answers to. Also, I googled the population of his hometown and according to the 22 census, 93% of the population was white. So back then, during his childhood, it probably was 100% white. Dang, in 2022, it was almost 100% white. That's even more suspicious, you know, like that he can't pick up on, you know, cues and stereotypes and microaggressions, but okay. So I have chosen to believe him because I thought, so I have chosen to believe him because I guess he thought his parents would have been just as open-minded as him. Some of you might not agree with this decision, but I've decided to make give him a chance to prove himself before ending things with him. That's what I made the TikTok about, but I didn't know that there was like a whole lot more after that. So I do apologize to y'all. Um, you'll find out later because <laughs> I'm going to read it. But um, I asked, there were a lot of people on TikTok who were like, why does he have to prove himself? And I listed my reasons, right? So I keep going. I pointed out that if he plans to be with me, a black woman, he needs to understand that he cannot turn a blind eye to any discrimination I might face, including discrimination from his own family. I also told him I didn't expect him to cut ties with his family, but it's gonna take a while for me to salvage my relationship with them and that I'm not yet ready to hear an apology from them. He agreed to this and promised to pay better attention and reassured me that he was on my side. I don't know if he's already spoken with his parents, but this morning I woke up to an apology DM from his sister and the dots connected. In her message, she stated that she was shocked to in her message, she stated she was shocked to hear her mother's words and that she does not believe in that. Okay. She just agreed with her because it was her mother and she didn't know what to do at the moment. That is understandable, but also okay. <laughs> His sister is attending college in our city, so I had met her a couple of times before, maybe like three or four times, so I'm thinking she's the one who gave their parents the heads up. She and I weren't that close, but the few times we've met, I didn't feel any hint of racism. We were always just civil with each other. Anyway, I still haven't responded to her message, and I don't think I will for now. I don't even know what to say to her. As for my boyfriend and I, I believe we had a meaningful conversation. I'm still not moving in with him. But I think we might be able to work things out. We might not pick up where we left off, but I know we can get back to where we were if we both put in the work. Now, let's see another post. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. 
it's a no for me dog and that's real know. messed up it's like, real messed up like it kind of explained why he would not know they're racist like that if they're never around black people to be racist too i guess but also that's kind of another layer to how exactly. much he has to prove himself exactly. now, also, about this proving yourself shit why should he have to prove himself what do you think dating is like you're literally proving who you are to this person constantly that's how you become deeper in relationships when you proved yourself to each other so like even if none of this happened he would have to be proving himself why it's i feel like that's like a red pill podcast mindset like why should i have to prove anything what do you bring to the table i'm a man i'm perfect already you know like what the fuck no always make everybody prove themselves maybe that's a little scorpio of me but that's how the fuck it should be protect yourself i fucking love you he ran out of steam because i told him a little dude (laughs) stop me in my track No, but no, you're for real though. Like, that's why I was like, the sister said she didn't know what to do in the moment. But then that also made me think if she didn't know what to do in the moment, that means she's not actively being not anti-racist. Yeah, if you didn't, if you don't know what to do when your family says the N-word, especially about your brother's girlfriend who they just met, if you don't know what to do in that instance, you're racist. Yeah. Like, by by this person would be like, like what, what the fuck, fuck are you saying right like wh- why wasn't your first mom? reaction like what the fuck like that's <laughs> the most basic like what the fuck mom did you really just say that shit unless you knew your mom says that shit all the time unless you knew your mom said that shit all the time god dang like my mom um i've i've been actively making her unlearn her biases and and stereotypes and beliefs about the lgbtqi plus community you know what i'm saying and even got her to understand that femininity and masculinity and all the in-betweens is fucking valid because i'm like how mommy how often do you just feel fluid in your clothing and in your attitude how often some people feel it more extreme than others. You know what I'm saying? You're crazy to think that it's not fluid and that you're just bound by what you got. And she called me and was like, you know what? You're really right. I, I like our sister came out as trans, a trans woman. You know what I'm saying? And my mom misgendered her. And I immediately jumped straight down her throat. I mean, I went from like, I, I like to tell Slaba that like my anxiety uh, usually is around like 80, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, um, but like in my, my growth and like in my like journey of grief and like healing and stuff like that, I'd say I'm at like 65, 70, <laughs> which isn't that much better. But anyway, anyway, I drew, I literally went from 60, <laughs> To 110, because what the fuck, mommy? You know what I'm saying? I would never. And I I would never, like, my dad didn't even say any of, the, any of that stuff. And the, the, he was the one I was expecting it from. You know what I'm saying? He did not. He was very supportive. When I came out, he didn't understand, but he understood and knew that I was all right and happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you? You didn't know what to say? How do you not know what to say? Why didn't your sister know what to say? When, when, when we went to, when, 
when your family gave us the ultimatum, we had when Slappa's family gave us an ultimatum, we were meeting his sister in a psych ward um, after she tried kicking me in the stomach because she thought I was trying to get with her spouse. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was like seven months pregnant, you know, like I asked her why the fuck she attacked me when all of her issues were with her family and her brother, her father, her mother, her spouse. Why did she attack me? You know what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. When we were friends first, didn't you just talk to me? You know what I mean? Why did you attack me? And she literally had no answer. She was just like, I don't know. I don't know. She she literally couldn't tell me. She just said it was because you were there and my fam my my dad was coming to see you. He was coming to see his grandchildren, but yes, we did have a somewhat decent relationship somewhat because it was already damaged by that time. You know what I'm saying? And then um your mom did not like me, but your spouse who had lost their partner, like the your spouse who had lost their parents was talking to me about loss because I had lost my dad. Like you had no excuse. And this this sister, she doesn't really have a leg to stand on. I don't trust her either. And it's just really messed up. And I guess I made that my TikTok post, um, which by the way, people are writing straight up books in that comment section. I haven't been looking at it because shortly after I, I heard some horrible news, right? But like, um, it's just like mad crazy to me, like how people want to pretend like the shit doesn't happen. It's literally all around you. And if you can't see it and call it out, you are not a safe space. You are not a safe space. And she was not in a safe space. And I do not blame her for running. Now, Slappa says that he thinks she should just straight up dip. But I'm just like, I'm still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We went through a lot. But I'm still here and and like look at us. I feel like I feel more I feel worse for him because he doesn't get his family back. But at least he's got a better one now. I guess that's how I feel about it. What do you feel about that though, honey? About like just like even though you're telling this OP to leave, I didn't leave. So like how does that make you feel? Do you think I'm dumb? You think I'm dumb, don't you? At least I'm pretty. I have my looks. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it feels weird, but like, yeah, you kind of should have just like, I don't, because all the shit of my family doing like blatantly for no other reason than racism things to you were after we were already like deep in it. This is her first time meeting the parents, right? So I feel like that's like the difference. Like if the first, if you are a person of color and the first time you meet your white partner's family, they call you the N-word when they thought, especially like they thought they were, well, especially in your, they do it in your face. Yeah, definitely just walk away. But if they're like talking about you this way, when they don't think you're listening, they're going to keep doing that. It's not going to stop. And they, the sister, the mom and the dad were all there together and like just talking about it like nothing like that's, that's if, if you're, you're already like with a kid and married and shit you're kind of like 
maybe you can work it out if he's going to do something about it. But if you just met them. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like I said, like when me and Slappa's dad met, like I offered some of my whiskey to him and like we just kind of had a drink together and then like me me and his sister were already karaoke divas in the area and then like um i didn't meet his mom until over a year like we were already together for over a year i think by the time i met her and she immediately hated me so and then um we got pregnant later that year i'm pretty sure but anyway and then we married after that and then that I think that was like really the beginning of the end is like getting married because your sister wanted to get married first. Right. There were so many red flags, but like, but that's what it is. I was already pregnant when all this was happening. We had already been together for almost two trapped years, you. right? <laughs> you baby trapped me after two years. <laughs> Remember that dude baby trapped after seven years? What a prick. Maybe I'll read that. Y'all ask me about it. I'll read it to y'all again <laughs> anyway but like um no but seriously like again once the permanence was setting in with my being pregnant that's when people started really flipping the fuck out you know what i'm saying um anyway enough about that sorry to bring up that stuff but i'm surprised you brought it up to be honest with you like um i wasn't expecting you to open up at all about it wow how you feel about me no i just like you're always so quiet like i was happy to hear a like a a big response from you because you're so quiet and manly and scorpio you just like you just (laughs) nothing (laughs) you're just you're just you're one you're a type of person like if you think about it and you like that person you will talk right but if you don't you're ready to cut them off or just throw hands like you're just ready to go scorch yeah, earth like, immediately I don't, I don't know why people give people so many chances early in relationships like if it's early like if if you're just meeting the parents and there's like big ass red flags like this that's not enough like it's like the proving yourself thing like i feel like when that shit started happening with my parents, I had already proven myself enough for you to stick it out. And to my mother, because remember, my mom right. was with your mom, you. Your mom made me prove it. She she looked me up and shit. So, like, good. That's how it should be. But, like, I don't know. I feel like being a good man is just not caring that you have to prove yourself because you. that's part of life, dude. Like, sorry, you feel like, and like, what is it? entitled entitled yeah you like you feel so entitled just because you're alive and a man that people should just trust you <laughs> i'm a man <laughs> i'm a man 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 it's a man's world anyway all right well that's that's all um i can't wait you guys by the time y'all listen to this hopefully i'll have already gone live and to watch uh fiona and cake i already watched it once already with slapa it's so cute but i'm angry i need more but but hopefully by the time y'all hear this y'all can react in the live react and tell me what y'all thought i love y'all so much anything else yum yum nope all hope right. Y'all have a good weekend. We hope you spaghetti. Spaghetti. And also, please don't be afraid. Like, if you don't see me this weekend, you know, that's why. But also, I will be going live on Kick and maybe going live on Tickle Talk on Saturday night. Okay, guys? Okay. 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 I love you. And bye. <laughs> Great.
I know. Thumbnail. I know. So we got what up, what we do? Fucked up parents, fucked up husband. The third one. Um, the sex life, like the Frieza. Uh, there was Frieza. So fucked up boyfriends. I then we just do fucked up boyfriends. Yeah, like a, got parent stuff in there, so. oh, so what would you say? Like dysfunctional. Um, what if we did like prove it or fuck off and it's like with a P <laughs> like P-H-U-C-K um, or proof and proof and pity proof and pity well i mean is it pity because i mean i thought it was pitiful that the mom was like what about my spaghetti like my spaghetti pitiful and unproven Ooh, pitiful and unproven why why un so unproven clearly because of our last story and also the the, the mom-in-law whatever wanted the spaghetti it was unproven oh you said what was it pathetic pitiful pitiful also that fucking dragon ball z story that yeah, shit was but it was, fucking... it was... <laughs> or pathetic oh i saw like deep deep in the comments oh people were talking back and forth about how they looked into the op's like history and apparently it, it's a 20 year one year old seemingly dude who posts on gaming for gaming subreddits all the time so they, they, they're like this is a made-up story by some dude that's hilarious man i i can't even imagine like people are absolutely terrible um what what was the other one um oh it was uh yours right or was that yours my other husband (laughs) the pitiful husband who wanted her to quit her high Oh yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I can't even believe, <laughs> like I was when I read the the quarter, like so she pays three, like what was gonna happen, and then you know what's even worse, man, why do I always think of shit to say after, right. but like, but like, right. let's get these thumbnails. Well, I know I thought we were doing the thumbnails the whole time. Oh, I want you to move your mic. Oh well, I was gonna say I like it when you have the mic like in there. It. Yeah. But so um, hold like to, for the thumbnail, you be moving your hand so quick. It's every thing with a hand that looks good. It's it only comes out blurry. So I need you to like do hand poses. Okay. <laughs> like you got the grip. The face is great, and the hand is like good for like pointing at something. But it's like moving constantly, and I can't get the face and the hand to not be blurry together. Okay, but um. Oh my God! What was I gonna say though about that? That um, gosh, what was I gonna say? I literally was about to tell you something. You'll think about it once we stop recording. Right? No, yeah. what we're, oh. we were talking about the oh yeah, I was like, and I think that he was also going to. Um, I'm trying to stop moving my hands now. <laughs> um, but like, what if he was like gaining resentment for her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, guess, yeah. like because 
Oh, we're making fun of it. His brother's making fun of it. Brother's making fun of it. Like you're caring what these people think. Like if right, if Gage tried to make fun of me for you working and me not, I would just be like, you wish. He does. (laughs) He does. Right. Exactly. Like I would not care if any of my friends tried to make fun of me. Right. Man, that's funny. And we'll get a couple without. Oh, so that's gonna be pitiful and unproven. What would you react to that title with? What do you mean? Like, if it's just pitiful and unproven, and then you, what would be a good thumbnail? Oh. oh man, this is the time I need like a fucking good like. Mine would be like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yikes. Like. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 